Hi, I'm Sammy. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Drink Compatible. It's a podcast about two best friends playing drinking games to our favorite movies. And this is the second one. It's February. Um, so y'all know what that means. <laughs> love is in the air. The candies are on, on the shelves. And do you know what I'm thinking about? Hogs. I'm thinking about Bill Murray and his mystical hog. <laughs> and I'm thinking about Balzac Billy. Oh, we're going to get to Balzac Billy. <laughs> oh, you bet we is. Okay, so we're recording on uh, February the 2nd, um, which is Groundhog Day. And we, like full disclosure, we were going to do a... Um, like a romance movie because this is going to come out I think on the 9th and we thought ah, oh, this will be nice and like Valentine's -y. yeah yeah we had a bunch of really good ideas <laughs> um, some some really lovely romance movies some really good examples of relationships in movies mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and but then Kelsey texted me yesterday like hold on scrap it all <laughs> throw it all in the garbage because we have to do groundhog day with bill murray yeah we have to celebrate our <laughs> nationally recognized in canada thank you uh holiday of the groundhog <laughs> it could it were, or once known as um like the 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 badger yeah docs docs it's a german holiday that was really just brought over and um Super celebrated here for whatever reason. Yeah, do let, let's just jump into to Kelsey's hog corner. Um, <laughs> I don't much like that, but okay. <laughs> what is that hog pen, pig pen? Let's go to my pig pen. Come on, walk on over. It never works with pigs. <laughs> um, okay, there's really not a lot, but it's colorful. Do you, do you want to let the let the? Okay, do you guys know that there's like what like. Four or five different contending groundhogs, I guess, throughout the country. There's three in Pennsylvania alone. See, I just assumed it was like one, like, I just assumed we as like a species were like a Punxsutawney film main. Uh, I didn't know there were options. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we made, we stand a film in this country. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about some of the other ones. Okay, so we've got contending one in, where was it? It's like Quarryville, Pennsylvania. That's like a taxidermy woodchuck or something. It doesn't even count. That's just lame. Are you kidding me? That's nothing. Get out of here with that shit. We've got some uh, hoity-toity Persomalinge. It's pronounced persona. Oh, okay. Yes, of <laughs> course. They don't even give this groundhog a name. One in um, Southeast Pennsylvania. We've got one in uh, Milton, New Jersey. Milltown Mel. That's nothing. Again, what we're really all here for is um, Balzac Billy. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Balzac Alberta, mm -hmm. who um, I think is just the mascot. The Canadian mascot of, uh, oh man, of this beautiful holiday. If I, if we have any like Canadian friends uh, listening to this and like can weigh in on Balzac Billy, please do. I want to know everything about this guy. And like pictures, although I didn't look him up because I was a little afraid. Fair. Did you know that, what is it, what do they call him? A um, like centra... This semi-mystical, wasn't it? He's semi-mystical. He's not f this Phil, this Puxatawney Phil, semi-mystical. Uh -huh. So he's almost like demigod. Do you want to talk to us about the origins of of uh, the holiday? Well, um, it's Germanic. Yes, which means it comes from the Germany. Mm -hmm. 
I guess originally it was supposed to be like a badger, which, okay, weird aside, not weird. It's completely explainable. But badgers were there, the word for that is docks. Uh huh. So like that dachshund, uh-huh. dachshund, like the like the badger hound. Dachshunds were invented, mm, manipulated, uh, <laughs> manufactured. There we go. For hunting badgers. Oh, I thought they were trying to say that they looked like badgers, and I'm like, no, you, the people who made sausages, <laughs> fucked up on that one. But 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 <laughs> on that note. Wiener dogs. Now we call them wiener dogs. Now awesome. we call them wiener dogs. I don't think that they're like over in German. Hey, German listeners, if you're listening to this and you call them something other than dachshunds or dachshunds or whatever the fuck, this is very German phobic. I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So tell us about our specific hog. We have Puxatani Phil. Uh-huh. Although I will have to say also our Phil Love him to bits, probably. Nat Geo clocked in and said that he gets it wrong about, like, 78% of the time or something. That's pretty good. No, wrong. Like, oh, he wrong. Gets Never the, He predicts <laughs> it. Like, he, he does not get the predictions correctly. This time, I will know. The year of our Lord 2021 mm-hmm. um, did say that it was going to be more winter. That's what's up. Hey. Let's I'm, get cold. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Ish. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's I have some I have some Phil based questions. I cannot guarantee I have answers. How old is he? It started in 1887. Okay, is he? I think. Oh, he got brought in in like 62. 1862. 1962. Okay, and he's supposed to like he's still alive. It's still the Phil. It's not the same Phil. I think they just like breed Phil. They they take his progeny and like ah, oh, this is the one. This is the. We're telling Groundhog that we will. So it's like he he it's it's a it's a title passed down like the Phantom. Mm, um, yes, yeah, or like you could say like the Santa Claus or the Santa Claus. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> upholds the contract that right. unknowingly he's uh, well born into. I but guess. when one Groundhog kills the other, exactly, groundhog, you become yes. Punxsutawney. You film. become the Punxsutawney. Okay, yeah. I love that. That's very good. It's probably that's, <laughs> that's plenty of content about Punxsutawney Phil. Okay, so the movie, directed by Harold Ramis, released in uh, 1983, um, it stars it stars Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, and okay. So like we mentioned, we were gonna do some Valentine's Day stuff. Yes. Uh, so our drink choices were a little bit thrown together at the la- <laughs> at the last minute. So we were like, hey, it's a Germanic tradition. So we did get. German wine, so we got some Rieslings, and one of them, uh, which we will post the picture on social media, is called Hog. Yes. Like, it's spelled H-O-G-U-E, but, like, it's a hog wine still. It's uh, the whole hog. It's the whole hog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to walk us through the drinking game rules? Yeah, Um. so for this game, you're going to take a drink whenever they say Groundhog, whenever they say Puxatawney, um, whenever it's a new day. Phil drinks coffee or alcohol. I'm assuming they're talking about Bill Murray's character, although, hey, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen this one once, so this will be a pretty fresh watch Get for me. Get gone, Phil. <laughs> um, whenever you see a groundhog, and then the bonus, which does add on an impressive 60 drinks, is uh, whenever uh, someone says Phil. And I'm assuming that's for both. Oh, shit, you're right. Probably. Yeah. Both Phil and Phil. Okay, so with that, um, shall we get to it? 
Absolutely. Okay, so with that, uh, we're going to get to movie watching and drink drinking. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And we're back. We are. Okay, so if you've listened to the first episode of, of Drink Compatible, you you know that in that one, we did a pretty good job of holding it together. Um, we didn't get too, too drunk. This is probably shaping up to be a different sort of listening experience. Your cheeks are flush. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, dear listeners. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, in our defense, which there is none, because we did decide to take on the drink to every time Phil is said, which... It did, Adam. <sighs> My God. Yeah, okay, so... That has on 60 drinks. 60. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times... For the last movie, for example, I, I think the the extra kaiju 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 was uh, the extra drink that had on in like thirty four, I think, if I remember. Something like that. thirty to forty. Bad. Yeah, is mm, a little bit different. Yeah, ha ha ha. So we're only halfway. Um, we're at uh, timestamp here is fifty five forty seven. Um, fifty five minutes forty seven seconds. So. Uh, on my notes, there's a part for which rules killed us. I think you're right. I think there's the a note for which rules killed us. Yeah. <laughs> not a bad note. Not a bad note. Um, so Phil, I think was is definitely the prime offender. I think to the surprise of no one. T- yeah, <coughs> we um, called that. We did. Yeah, it's mainly the Phil one, and the um, anytime they say Groundhog and Punxsutawney, that's kind of killing us. But um. Anytime there's a groundhog, yeah, Punxsutawney, it's just, I mean, it's its great. So the the point we're trying to make here is, if you want to do a drinking game, do it to Groundhog Day, because this is a pretty good one. But choose something, we were, like, we were lucky here, we uh, did wine, so yeah. this isn't like, <laughs> too, uh, it's, it's not too hard hitting. No. We were thinking about, because there's a scene where, um... Bill Murray orders like a, a Jim Beam and, and water, um, and then uh, Andy McDowell um, has sweet vermouth with a twist. Yeah, on which, the rocks. Which that's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but also, like, yeah, those like those are like that's hard liquor. Even if you cut it pretty strongly, like yeah. that's gonna that's gonna kill you. Fuck. So this is a, a long way to say that um, we're not like wasted, but we're drunk. No. We're on like a scale of one to ten. How are, how are you feeling? A very like happy fuzzy five. Oh, that's pretty nice. I'm like at a um, yeah, five actually feels pretty good. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> I'm functional. I'm functional from the seat of this sofa. Would um, I drive? No. Here's so, some some of the notes we came up with. Um, it's the the opening was very like I feel like even for like the early '90s, it was pretty dated with like the sort of like almost like John Philip Sousa e band intro with the clouds and whatnot it reminded me a lot of airplane absolutely yeah but i mean also that makes a lot of sense airplane is gonna be about a movie or the movie's gonna take place in the sky this movie is about a weatherman so which actually this is a good segue because <laughs> i wrote here my next my next <laughs> My next note <laughs> is that this is the best weatherman representation until Evan Almighty, and I still think probably this surpasses that. Oh, I'd say maybe a little bit more 
it properly. Wow, Evan Almighty. Okay. I was trying to think of other Weatherman movies and like. Join us you, next time for I don't know, Evan Almighty. Like fucking Anchorman, but that's just one that like had Weatherman in it. Same like, guy though. Was Bill Murray Weatherman? N- no, um, Steve Carell. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! We knew. I knew that doing this would. I, I would. We would crack the code. You know, we'll see beyond the the veil and the movie algorithm and figure out exactly what makes them tick. And this is it. Steve Carell. Oh, it's Steve Carell. It's Steve. It's Weatherman. Oh, and you wanted to make a point about um, what's his name? The the tech guy. Yeah. That is Roland shit. Of Shit's Creek, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> have you seen Shit's Creek? I am not. It's the mayor. That's on me. That's it's on me. it's it's Mr. Roland Shit. <laughs> yes, that's his real Christian name from Shit's Creek. He's the he's the guy, the third man, um, who's with um Bill Murray and Andy McDowell's characters, um, the one the one who, okay, real quick, he looks pretty good, like like. In the nineties, they're riffing like, on his hairline. They are That's riffing exactly on his hairline, which is, is kind of shitty. Um, kind of, it's pretty shitty. It's pretty shitty. <laughs> I think he looks pretty like he's like a pretty well put together guy. Like as someone who's going to at some point soon gonna have a receding hairline. <laughs> That's kind of shitty. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I feel like they, they punched down on him a lot. Which I mean, granted, I did come off like nineteen ninety three. Uh, also that, uh, but also like I came off of like Shit's Creek where he they do sort of make him look worse oh no yeah because he has a mullet doesn't he? he's he? got a mullet he's got a bad it's mullet. not like a good one yeah. i remember chicken lady showing me a picture of him and saying that that's how i'd look like with a mullet you wouldn't you look you look like a sort of like a like a really stranger thing oh no <laughs> not that permed but if you wanted but i mean like you pull don't. it off okay <laughs> dear listeners a perm is a lot of upkeep and i just Okay, and I know you wanted to bring up that guy in, from that show mm. that I haven't seen, yes. which is fine. <laughs> but more importantly, oh, yeah. I think it's the mayor or somebody, whoever grabs Punxsutawney Phil or confers, yeah. confers with Punxsutawney Phil uh-huh. about the weather, that that is Captain Knuckles. I swear to God, that's the voice actor for Captain Knuckles. He also does other things. I'm sure he does other live action acting roles. I know he does other voice acting roles. It's Captain. And that's Captain Knuckles from The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Okay. I have here's here's the thing I haven't seen. Yeah, okay, you haven't seen it. So <laughs> that's just a little uh, you get it, I get it. Hey, we we have our own little things. Uh, here I have a note um, that I kind of meant to talk about in the intro. Gobbler's knob. Go- okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about Gobbler's knob? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's a loaded sentence. It's it's just it's the it's the I I don't know what the like the meeting place between the townspeople and the the hog is that not what that is? It's the the knob that viewers you can't see it, but I'm a gog. The meeting Not the place. gog, the hog. <laughs> if that would, can you imagine? You wanna meet me at Gobbler's Hog later? No, what's the, what, okay, what's the name of the stump that, is that That what? is, that's okay, the name. The, okay. <laughs> Gobbler's Knob is the name of Phil's house, okay? The, the woodchuck, not the Bill Murray man. The grand hog, you mean? The grand <laughs> Um, okay, we, uh, so, 
Let's talk about Bill Murray's character. Sucks. Sucks. Okay, so our our it ref, our notes reflect this quite a bit, but like our um, I think perception of Mr. Murray's character, Phil, um, um, Phil the two-legged. Yes, he he bipedal Phil. Bipedal Phil, as opposed to the the furry one. Quadrupedal Phil. Quadrupedal Phil. Hmm. Uh, Rolls uh, off the tongue. <laughs> our impression of him was a bit more positive at the beginning of the movie, right? Which is definitely just wishful thinking. Yeah, it probably was. It's after seeing so many Bill Murray films that, like, nowadays, he's like some kindly old goofy grandpa. He is, yeah. And then going back to the early 90s and being like, oh, yeah, other things, too. Yeah, it's it's also like, going back to the early 90s, that, like, um, there I feel like there was a different uh, threshold for, like, what is too much sarcasm? Because he would, like, say stuff that, like, by our standards, it would be, like, harmless or almost expected. Hey, he was supposed to be a jerk, though. They're really highlighting he's a jerk. Yeah. Well, halfway through, and he's just not getting to the point. Like, oh with the God. scene we ended on was um one of the many next days, was one of the many Groundhog Days, mm-hmm. uh, dates that he takes Rita on. That he is perfecting Rita, the... um. Andy McDowell's character? Andy McDowell's character, yes. She's the new producer that comes in at the beginning of the film. And it's one of the many dates that he takes her on trying to perfect wooing her into essentially having sex with him um, because that's his end game here. He has nothing else. He has no other day. But yeah, it's him basically just pretending to perfecting the pretense of being a nice, decent person. And we just ended on the scene where he gets almost all the way to home base, so to say, and she gets appropriately, very nicely creeped out by the fact Uh that he just knows all, like, exactly just the right things to say. He has, uh, you could say, perfected it to an art. Yeah, so, like, oh, my God, like, there's horror music and everything playing. Like, he, like... Oh yeah, de- definitely don't take uh, uh, my my earlier like sort of like writing off Bill Murray as like uh like like he he even the A O K like Bill Murray throughout this movie like uh, at least from the first half I I don't remember how the second half goes but like the first half like he gets so much worse like from like vaguely smarmy and like just sort of Joss Whedon quippy. To yeah. like, to like, just like actively the worst person I've ever met. Oh yeah, I mean, like it's not just yeah, like oh that's that's a good way to put it too. It's almost like in the first half, well, in the first half there's consequences. In yeah. the beginning there's consequences. He's being this sarcastic and nasty, knowing that there will be consequences, but also like it's the fucking it's the person out there that's like, oh what you can't just take a joke, saying the thing that's not exactly the intent mm-hmm. that is behind what they're saying so that they can back out at the last second and be like, but I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, this dude would definitely listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, now that we're podcasters, we're technically like uh, rivals with Joe Rogan. Dun, 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 dun. That feels pretty good. <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> but yeah, now he has no consequence so he can be that nasty fool. It's not good. It's Lord of the Flies, but like like uh, one fly. Okay, I didn't read the book. I no didn't Lord, read the no book. Fly. You didn't read that's actually a really good book. It's on the to do list. <laughs> Sucks to your ass, Mar. They don't get it. <laughs> that's okay. Everybody else out there, take a puff on your inhaler and we'll move right on. I know I already did. 
So even though he's introduced as sarcastic, but almost relatable in the way he's dealing with these totally podunk, like just trying to be your friendly neighbor, but ultimately just kind of pet peeve aggravating you in every special way that they just can Mm -hmm. really... I don't have an idiom for that one. Turn your knobs, buckle your knees. Ground your hog. Ground your hog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going home. And that's the last episode, that's so uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We had a good two-episode run. But um, yeah, then it kind of evolves into that, uh, take that too far, and well, you're just a absolute waste of space yeah oh and to clarify like the thing that we're like super hating on bill murray for like just in case you also haven't seen like the movie he is so he's in the time loop right like he is using information he gets from every iteration of his like groundhog day yeah to like like to seal the deal with with uh rita and Dell's character like he's he's that seems to be his like like Groundhog Day Endgame for him is just is boning this character, and I'm like, what's worse is uh-huh. that's just his current Endgame because oh, it's shown throughout the other days he's had that he had other Endgames with other people and other, not even just like goals of sleeping with people. Like mm-hmm. when one of them, he was just eating everything that a diner provided because he knew that there would be no consequence the next day. That's no calorie intake for him. No love you know, handles. he's smoking a cigarette. He's like he's doing all the things she uh she's uh Rita makes note of like throwing caution to the wind. Hmm. He's smoking, he's eating everything, he's imbibing in every way and no reason to care. Yeah. Yeah. We have a couple other like last uh, uh notes that we wanted to make. Um I'll let the doctor take this one. Okay, I'm <laughs> fuck this psychiatrist like oh my god. Like okay, so like there's a moment where, like when when Bill Murray's first like trying to like come to terms with what's happening uh in this whole like time loop nonsense where he goes to a doctor, doctor's like uh we don't see anything on your like x-ray which he did a head x-ray anyway. Um I don't know, I ain't the doctor. It's you don't do head x-ray. Okay. Um, um, and then he sends him to a psychiatrist, fair call. And this psychiatrist sucks. He's like, Hey man, I don't know. I think something's wrong with you. What does he say? He's like, he's like, uh, abnormal psychology. Yeah. What's abnormal? psych? I didn't even, I don't even, you don't say that. Just don't, 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 don't do it. Don't. It's bad. I didn't realize that was a class to take. It's in not. college. <laughs> um, this guy sucks. Oh, we had a thought. There's a moment where, like, two drunken, like, bar goers explain glass half empty versus glass half full. Okay, okay. This came to be because in one in the diner scene, actually, uh-huh. in the diner scene, uh, they get interrupted every single diner oh, yeah. scene. Uh, somebody drops something. And somebody off screen says, eh, you could just put that anywhere. What? fucking dad says that he says that every single time somebody in our house has ever dropped something my dad's always right there to be like oh you can put that anywhere this film started out in the okay in the very easily digestible sarcastic comeback moments this movie had like a lot of my dad's quips in it and it's making me reevaluate a lot of my childhood (laughs) and i actually think he doesn't really like bill murray that much so i'm not Sure, he got it from this movie. 
that's mm-hmm. a lot to think about. That is a lot. To, but like, like is is your dad? Does your dad say the whole glass half full, half empty thing? Nah, just everybody else says that. That's true. Point being, though, definitely this movie was some cultural influence. I mean, like, how many, like, how how much media out there can you think of that does like the Groundhog's Day scenario that is actually like, like references that um sometimes in uh cinematography even Mm. because i remember um a couple of them that will actually start off like on the radio oh yeah actually Mm -hmm. i'm glad you bring that up because i did have a small list just uh, off the dome of what i remember definitely like copies the 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 premise at least like we have uh, most recently happy death day uh did this with like a horror sort of spin on it triangle very similar to that palm springs which is my favorite iteration which if you haven't done that i don't know what streaming service it's on but it's got andy samberg and then um i think uh, one of the girls from how i met your mother who i met your mother who uh, how to train your mother how to train your mother <laughs> um that one's very good because it's like um you know what i won't say you just you go watch the movie it, <laughs> it slaps oh ooh, um the girl that left through time oh shit essentially yeah um there's an episode of supernatural that like every supernatural fan like hey tuesday pig in a poke like uh like that one's very famous you said um buffy did the same thing uh i'm not sure about that one evidently um mickey's once upon a christmas Uh, don't quote me okay oh edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow with tom cruise i think uh same premise um that was a very good movie. Uh, what else we got? we got? Oh, well, I guess technically also you could include the um, 2020 Super Bowl commercial for the Jeep. Um, actually, like uh, Bill Murray and a couple other. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Reprise, I guess you could say their roles. Um, yeah, it was a uh, commercial that aired in the last Super Bowl. I gotta go. I gotta go watch the Super Bowl, I guess. <laughs> last year's Super you Bowl. You gotta go Groundhog's Day, the last Super Bowl. I guess I do. <laughs> Which kind of will feel like because the Chiefs. Oh yeah, the Chiefs are at it again, baby. I, I don't, don't care. I don't I don't care about football. I do care about like rubbing it in all my other like classmates' noses. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> all I care about is the fact that I have about seventeen dozen cookies that I have to decorate for Saturday. Um that are all Chiefs cookies. I don't know the jersey numbers, and I always have to Google them before <laughs> I draw them on. Oh my god! Also, Doctor Strange. How could I forget? Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Like the, the <laughs> yes, you're right. The climax is just. Uh, um, you're right. Uh, this is Groundhog Day. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, source code. <laughs> that the one. The train. The train and the the not the Jake Gyllenhaal. The Gyllenhaal. The Gyllenhaal. <laughs> So many, many of them. The many of the media. I think fucking Adventure Zone did. Um, oh, I'm sure. With the 11th hour or something. But yeah, anyway, so it's like clearly like Groundhog Day set up like a a, a trope of its own. Oh man, Bastion, the video game. I, they do that kind of stuff too. I am in the middle of playing that one. That's very oh, good so far. Oh, you've got to finish it. You like the music, don't you? I do. And the way that people talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Calamity. <laughs> Point I, being, it's very uh, tropey. Trope setting, even. Yeah, I mean, come on. This is like prime fan fiction material. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely. Yeah. 
about that. So. If, if we have some good fanfic recommendations that are in this trip, we should definitely link them. I'll look through my bookmarks. <laughs> 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 On that note, I think we're going to get back to the movie. Um, we'll yeah, s- we'll embarrass Kelsey openly uh, <laughs> next time you go back to us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a minute. All right. And it's almost like being in love. The dance. <laughs> so we just finished the movie. <laughs> yeah. This is a movie about falling in love with yourself and your life. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, so like every single day he has a chance to fall in love or to make the woman that he is falling in love with to fall in love with him. Uh-huh. And like this is extrapolating, sure, of course, a hundred percent. However, let me do so. <laughs> it's my platform. Yes. He really only gets to the point of love of another person and being able to like understand how to do that and how to want that and be like feel that by kind of falling in love with how his life is like there are certain things he cannot change there are a lot of factors he's unable to change about his life and so it's kind of an exploration of him finding reasons to fall in love with it and finding ways to well be okay with it accept it expand on it as much as he can and fall in love with himself the life he leads, the life he's capable of, and all those things that fall into place. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, he's the thing. I, um, while I appreciate that there's like a lot of like other movies and TV show episodes that have like done the same sort of jam. Um, I think what, um, like th- this still like, holds up against all of those. Even Ooh. though there's some some good like some pretty good like uh, except girl for, who leapt through time because like. <laughs> and but that was a whole movie as well so and palm springs is like one of the best movies i've ever seen but like, mm, my god i have to see that <laughs> uh but like um what those movies i feel like don't do as well is um um in those movies they are usually like singularly focused on like one um like the person going through the time loop is like is is like focused on like one aspect of that like ah i've got it's usually like ah i've got to get out of this um by whatever means but mm-hmm. like in this one he is like i don't think he ever is like oh i've got to figure out a way to get to tomorrow right like he's he's he abandons that he definitely quick. does yeah. that's the whole that's kind of like the whole reason why he i mean the the ending comes as somewhat of a surprise you know yeah. like it's ramping up for sure to the best case scenario Mm -hmm. where he is the most civil servant of human beings yeah and most giving and like everything's going his way because he's just a nice person which i mean take that as you will yes but um to the established character that he once was which was selfish prick um just, just an asshole. <laughs> absolutely. Just all around. Um, not the guy that you want to root for. When it gets to the point of waking up the next day and everything's changed. And it's a new day. Like that comes as a surprise for him. But also kind of as you. Because it, it's it been ramping up 
as him doing more and more good deeds and it's just been piling up. So yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah. <laughs> it does a good job of uh expanding on that idea of not the end game being ending it, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like living it. Which Jesus Christ. Let's get a little existential here, but is that not life? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's uh like it's the whole thing making the best of it. Yeah, like he yeah, he's he's never like trying to find an easy way or like a like a win so much as like like hey, what's going to be like the most enjoyable for me for whatever like 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 that and that takes a couple like pretty like toxic turns at the beginning, but Absolutely, like Absolutely, but but he like there's there's a mini arc which I would I would have loved to have seen like expanded into like I love to hear you say mini arc for a movie. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like a manga or an anime or something. <laughs> but like, okay, there's like the, the, the two days sort of span where he is like very um, almost obsessed with like trying to keep this like homeless gentleman alive. Uh, oh, yeah. That was like my favorite part of the movie. Holy shit, that was yeah. so good. <laughs> I, yes. Like, he, he's, he's. And I love how they don't exactly like extend that at all. They don't extend, the, they don't like bring that into the ending at all not to say that it, that wasn't important or wasn't like didn't affect the outcome mm-hmm. but that that happened and he, like it it kind of made it seem as if he did as much everything he could have that changed that outcome mm-hmm. and in some way it was always similar enough of an outcome that there wasn't much he could do to change it besides kind of make like process of that man's like last life that last day um as nice as possible yeah yeah i feel running theme Mm -hmm. i i think uh as much as i would have loved to have seen like a whole movie on that like exact thing um i think it was it was nice that it was like a short moment because like uh that was around the time when he's starting to um play around with the idea of being a good person um like like that's that is when he i think i think those the, those those two specific days um i'm is, giving like entirely mm-hmm. like without his own gain person like he he writes off like other um people mm-hmm. in that day I, I think he deters rita at some point she says something about like them doing that was for the kid but he dedicates his whole day to that, which is an entirely like selfless mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, endeavor. What I think is nice about his his arc with with the the homeless. <laughs> what I think. All right, one piece. All right. All right. <laughs> well, but I mean, what I think about what's nice about like that that sort of series of days though is that um, like he realizes that there's like there's limits like like just as much as like there's limits to how, like what bad he can do quote unquote Mm, like there's limits to what he can do good and he like he's not he doesn't go out and like try to like i don't know solve world hunger in like a day but he's like he's he's fixing flat tires he's like with a gusto yeah he's he's doing he's the fastest jack in whatever county like he's doing like good um for goodness sake. Good for goodness sake. It's like it's like I have a whole tattoo about this exact idea. 
like he's just doing this because like it's 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 he's doing it like he's doing realistic things that he can do to help not like trying to trying to stretch what's possible um and i think that's like uh a good like in on like the existential like I- ideals of like what it is to do good i think he, oh, yeah, he, he, yeah. he figured that out pretty um mm-hmm. pretty solidly yeah very like realistic humanist kind of way mm-hmm. of going to the extent of your abilities and realizing where those uh boundaries are mm-hmm. <laughs> the the first point i was gonna ask but i forgot was um how drunk are we <laughs> at the at the <laughs> uh, at the end of the movie well we're a bottle and a half in mm-hmm. which like yeah we shared it but like also yeah we're twink lightweights like, mm-hmm. um like you we were uh, i think a pretty good five earlier how do we uh, w- what number would you uh, attribute to our drunkenness now I think I'm a very lovely 8.9. That feels right because we did jump very quickly into, hey, here's the philosophy of Groundhog Day. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Pretty yeah. quick. Um, when I start going into that, you know that I <laughs> gotten place. No, actually, that's how we know is I started off this segment with singing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. It's okay. God, though. Okay. <laughs> Can we um, talk about after the pursuit of his uh, trying to be the best he can be, mm-hmm. like obsessive, trying to be the best, like absolute, mm-hmm. almost, well, I mean, he says it himself, godlike, um, best that he could possibly be of changing a fate, mm-hmm. um, which that's an interesting point as well, um, but I digress. And I will. Here I go. Um, <laughs> the point of the movie where he is just taking his own life. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's T-W, a whole... T-W, T-W, T-W. Yes. But um, he does go through a point in the movie in which he does not see an end of this. And that makes him extremely depressed and suicidal. And so he actions upon that train of thought. A couple times. A couple times. Vividly, honestly. I mean, like, the movie shows it. Well, shows exactly what he is doing. And um, it's obvious the outcome of each event. Um, one of them's kind of comical, honestly, when he takes the, the whole car? toaster. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, like, four toast toaster mm-hmm. and, like, all the toast is still in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he never dies, of course. He makes it in the movie alive. Um, but he gets really desperate. Um, I appreciate that showing the, uh, especially uh, after completing the movie and after seeing the entirety of, like, his character but um him going to those extremes like honestly we were talking about um what we would do if we were stuck in a groundhog scenario (laughs) and not gonna lie my first thought was figure out how to get the medication i need and then realize that the physicality of that probably wouldn't transfer from day to day so that would be an entirely mental uh ninja warrior I would I yeah. would normally say gymnastics, but this would be a ninja warrior event <laughs> of a mental uh, procedure to keeping myself in good spirits for that. 
So moving on from that, the first thing I would do is ice skate. <laughs> I like that. No, that. That raises a good point because like a lot of what I do from like day to day is like, like for me, like as I'm, I'm a, a doctor, like working on getting into residency. So like I'm doing Horror. what? Oh, for psychiatry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not for like peds or anything. No. Although, shout out to Nate and other Kel- other other Kelsey. <laughs> you can say that, yeah. You yeah. can say that. <laughs> can I say other other? Well, I have a lot of Kelsey friends. So, like, I'm getting to like to the point where there's like too many other Kelseys. The like, '90s was a Kelsey's time. The '90s I was a Kelsey's that. time. Um, anyway, shout out to my pediatricians. Um, hey. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I like would stop doing. Um, like a lot of what my day is um, is based around things that'll benefit me. Like weeks to months to years down the line, uh, I would probably stop doing all of that real quick once I realized I was in a time loop. Um, yes. And, and then the long term would become. Yeah, I would. I would. Bills done. Done. No bills. I would just hang out with my friends, probably. Like. Oh. <laughs> yeah actually like I go ice skating of, with you probably oh, absolutely we did talk about going to the zoo petting we did a talk tiger about, oh my god i would pet a tiger holy shit because like what's the worst that happens i bounce back to like 6 a.m or Fine. honestly like you do that and then the next couple times the environmentalist in me would be like that'd really be stressing out the tiger going into the exhibit that's an unknown person and you know that like actually trying to like interact with them but also the day is gonna reset i'm gonna pet a tiger <laughs> fuck off <laughs> all that tiger stress is gonna be gone yeah i'm gonna have yeah i'm i'll be fine like the tiger will be fine <laughs> this is an odd movie to watch in 2021 yes february mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well we're still in a pandemic so like that's a good question like i would like Assuming, that changes some things. Yeah, assume, like I would do more public things if I knew that it wouldn't last. But then I guess technically, by to break it, we yeah. would be doing the thing that would be the best for everybody, including ourselves, which would be following quarantine. Yeah, so. like the, 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 the <laughs> issue, like the issue is that like because like in the movie Surprise, <laughs> like the the Groundhog Day ends, the February third happens. Uh, <gasps> what? <laughs> And just kidding, I managed to stay awake this whole film. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I my gut instinct is to be like, yeah, I'll break quarantine, I'll go party, fuck it. Uh but like, no. Like Would at first and then I would Because you'd realize like, ah, the next day is gonna come. One of these days, possibly, and I can't predict which one, so like I don't want it to be like the day after I do a bunch of wild shit. Um Let's do wild shit at home, probably. I <laughs> I still groundhog at home. I'd stay in and I would play Final Fantasy VII. Oh, jeez. I would play a fucking game for hours. Oh, my God. I would play so much Final Fantasy XIV and and VII. I'd have the time. I'd feel okay with it. That This this movie like t- takes self-care to a whole new level, mm-hmm. at least in this day and oh age. Oh, my God. So many bath bombs. So many bath I would take a bath, even in my crappy little tiny bath. Oh, my God. What did what what was your impression of the movie? I thought it was incredibly nineties. Yeah. I thought eighties to nineties. I mean, obviously it was in nineteen ninety three, so that cracks. That tracks. Okay, yeah. So 
Maybe maybe I'm at a nine. <laughs> I did just polish off my drink. Uh, but yeah, honestly, good movie. I'm glad I remembered it being a good movie. Oh shit! Ooh. <laughs> Cheers to yourself. <laughs> All right then. I was trying to take a sneaky drink while <laughs> they talked, and that <laughs> failed. That was my impression. Was that that was. A surprisingly nice movie to watch during this. I think I was a little bit apprehensive because the, well, there's no avoiding it, but not to bring it down, folks. But um, I thought it'd be a little bit depressing to watch during this time, but it was a little bit uplifting, honestly. The idea of being able to find the silver lining, and not just the silver lining, I guess, but the survivability and the the promise of life in the monotony even in the very end scene he says when it's the next day february 3rd he says to rita um let's live here a small podunk town that he never ever ever would have thought to live in before like he like publicly condemns it uh quite a few times on television mm-hmm. <laughs> um but to us the viewer as kind of a nowhere nothing town and that's kind of the impression that you get that he thinks of the citizens as well and what is kind of tried they uh try to give you that impression of uh in the beginning of the film almost the obnoxiousness the forced happiness but like it's a little bit up it's uplifting i'll say it is i think so and this is this is like this like we were talking about um um, with respect to these times uh, being like the quarantine and whatnot, um, or the the, the pandemic, um, like <laughs> specifically when he's like learning how to not learning how to, like he's he's making ice sculptures of this woman or okay um, yeah like 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 my man like learned how to like do ice sculptures and I think that's what like a lot of us um, like told ourselves we would do um at the beginning of the pandemic was like oh, i'm gonna pick up a bunch of skills and like yeah some of us have but like i think more important than that is yeah is 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 um learning how to not just cope but probably like thrive in monotony um, yeah like in the in the place that you're at like what's the um if you if you can't be with the one you love uh, uh, the one you which is yourself that's, always <laughs> take that to heart kids the one that you'll have with yourself this is the true lesson of valentine's and love is that the one that you should truly love is yourself because the one that you'll always have is yourself and if that ain't lovely (laughs) well then me as an aromantic asexual don't know what is any 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 other final thoughts before we say bye-bye yeah um stay safe out there Mm mm-hmm uh, stay invested in yourself. If that means playing video games day in, day out. If that means learning 1,200 new skills. Whatever that is to you, as long as it's within your own self-interest, then it's good. I think it's a nice nice note. My note is this dude slept with jeans on. Yeah. Um, and that's what took him into February 3rd. 
So maybe this movie is entirely bullshit. Oh, sleep a little <laughs> uncomfortable out there, guys. Uh, don't ever sleep with jeans. Don't. No. Bad people do that. Villains do this. And that's <laughs> my thought. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We've loved having you. It was good to have you. Tune in next time for uh, Evan Almighty. <laughs> this is Sammy. And Kelsey. With Drink Compatible. Thanks. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.